Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever. Nothing gives me more joy and warms my heart more than when children come up and want to kiss the gospel book. Again, a reminder for those of you who weren't here this weekend that if the children want to come up during the reading of the gospel, let them come up. Let them be close to Christ and His Word. It's okay if they're a little squirmy. That'll be all right. We'll get over it. But let them come and let them kiss the gospel when it's over. I love, I love the summer feasts that we have. Tonight's feast that we're celebrating for Peter and Paul and, and the Feast of the Transfiguration and the Dormition and, and the Feast of St. Elijah. There's just something about a summer feast. And this one in particular, it, I like the way Vespers, the Stichidia of Vespers opens up. It kind of sets the whole stage for what we're to be experiencing at this moment. It says, what crowns of praise should we weave you, O Peter and Paul? What hymns of praise shall we sing to you? What beautiful songs shall we praise you with? The whole thing today is just to be one of praise. Christ has given us two luminaries of the church. Two men carrying torches on each side of the path to Christ. Lighting the way for us. One light is not brighter than the other. They both share equally in Christ's light. We heard in our gospel reading today, Jesus has been, you know, teaching for quite some time, and now we're in the 16th chapter of Matthew, and finally he asked the big question, who do people say that I am? Some say Elijah, some say Jeremiah, one of the prophets. And then Jesus asked the big question itself, who do you say that I am? Who do you confess that I am? And Peter says, or Simon at that time says, you are Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus responds, he says, Simon, son of John, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. There's nobody in your group here that told you that. None of the Pharisees told you that. It was my Father in heaven who told you that. You've been given a special gift in confessing that faith in me that I am the Son of God. And on that faith, on that rock, I will build my church. Not I have built, but will build. In other words, it's continuous. So Simon experiences a change, as did Abram to Abraham, Jacob to Israel, now Simon to Peter. And he is given keys to the heavenly kingdom a sign of power, of authority. To do what? To bind and loose. And he is to go out then, and he proclaims to all those that he has been entrusted his care, all the Jews, all the circumcised people. What a great torch he would become after his experience in the passion and his denial. He would become steadfast a great luminary in the church. We heard in our epistle tonight another light 
Paul, all that he went through, all that he experienced. But it's quite interesting that Paul could do nothing apart from Peter. When Paul had his experience on the road to Damascus, eventually he had to hook up with the apostolic college to receive the deposit of faith, to have hands laid upon him, as it would say. And Barnabas, separate Bar Saul and Barnabas, and they prayed and fasted and laid hands upon them, then sent them out. And then Paul would go out into the world to the Gentiles, to the pagans, something Peter couldn't do. But Peter couldn't be without Paul because he needed someone, someone needed to go to the Gentiles and Paul couldn't be without Peter because someone had to go to the Jews and he had to have the authority that came from the apostolic college. And he became a great light for the church, a shining torch. What crowns of praise should we weave you, O Peter and Paul? What beautiful hymns should we praise you? With what spiritual song shall we sing to you, O Peter and Paul? We celebrate these great men who have handed on the faith to us. And yet, they have not left us. They continue to carry the light forward so that we don't lose our way. So that we don't try to go on it, go on it on our own as if we don't need their guidance and their words. So every time we hear the proclamation of, of a gospel, every time we hear the epistles about Peter or Paul or any of the other apostles, they're always pointing the way for us. They're illuminating our path to Christ so that we don't lose our way. What a great feast day we celebrate. These great men of faith who would give everything they had to preach Christ, including their life. We don't celebrate today uh, one particular person died on this day and one particular died another day. We celebrate the fact that they both shed their blood, one on a tree and one with a sword. But they gave it freely. They gave everything they had into the proclamation of the gospel. And with the zeal, you could hear Paul writing in his letter to the epistle we heard tonight, is the same zeal we should be living out our faith. It is that same zeal that Peter spoke up and said, you are Christ, the son of the living God, that we should be speaking out to the world, you are Christ, son of the living God, come follow him. Do we have that zeal? If we allow ourselves to do, we will. If we allow ourselves to be stirred by the liturgy, by the words we pray, and know that they are founded on truth. They're not made up. They're not some abstract thing of somebody's imaginations. Peter was a real person. Paul was a real person. They walked on this earth and professed Christ at every turn. Let us have their strength. Let us pray for their guidance. 
And let us boldly profess Christ. Remember Paul said he didn't care whether, whether Apollo was preaching or this person was preaching or that person was preaching. All that mattered was that Christ was preached. And that's the way we should be too. It doesn't matter who gets the credit as long as Christ is preached. The great luminaries of the church, Peter and Paul, these pillars that show us the way, truly, with what crowns of praise shall we hymn to you, Peter and Paul? With what spiritual songs shall we sing? 